0: Hello, my name is Joel McLeod. I'm Roland Tanner, And welcome to the 905 Roundup for this this Thursday. Um, Normally we have a a number of stories to talk about, but uh, if you live in the 905 and you live in Ontario, there is really only one uh, one issue that anybody's talking about right now. And that is, of course, the fact that uh, this Friday, November 4th, uh, it appears that QP is going to stage a protest or a strike or whatever you want to call it. They are, they are fed up with uh, this provincial progressive conservative government and are are they are not taking it anymore. Uh, in case you have been hiding underneath a rock, I'll give I'll do a brief Coles Notes version uh, of events as uh, as per usual. Contract negotiations came up with uh, between the provincial government and QP. The QP is uh, the people responsible for maintaining our our children's schools they they're the custodial staff the eces the eas the receptionists and the the in some cases the it people in the board office um all, all that support staff that makes the school function properly they're part of qp and they're negotiating a contract on average uh the average qp member earns about 39 to let's say 41k a year uh that's the top end that's the top end uh, of the owners, and they are—they've been asking for an eleven percent raise for a because they haven't had it seen a raise in a good number of years. Uh, this government said, "Nope, best we can do is two, and then maybe one." The, the, what's really got, what's really kind of irked us of, about it is the fact that this government isn't showing any signs of negotiating with them, and instead has—well, we'll get into it later. But our suspicion is this entire plan was just to invoke the notwithstanding clause uh, which is what they're doing. Doug Ford and Steven Lecce have announced that they'll use the notwithstanding clause to impose a contract on workers that they did not negotiate and, uh, steep, heavy, heavy fines, uh, a thousand dollars a day, $5,000 or $50,000 a day, I believe, uh, probably higher than that. I I should say on, on the unions and the workers, uh, if they go on strike, QP says they're, they're doing it anyways. Um, and I'm betting that if you're a parent in the 905 and in Ontario, this is all you're talking about with your friends, your family, maybe even your kids. Uh, this has really gotten, I, I, I you know, I, I grew up in the, in the nineties folks. I, I grew up underneath when Mike Harris was premier and my, I went to school and I went to high school with him as uh, a as premier and it was a mess. I mean, it was just teachers were miserable. Schools were just breaking. I, I walked out twice as a student uh, to protest uh, the work to rule uh, action that my board and the teachers uh union was was engaged in and it was a it was a mess in the night and it looks like hey we elected an, a new conservative government and surprise surprise we were back at it with another round of chaos uh in our school system uh and, and whatnot uh, it, it's the only difference is that this government has said no we're going to use the nuclear option uh and that's the, quoting uh, uh the the qp uh qP folks so this, this is this't a nuclear option to basically say nope we're going to just take away your rights, and I do say this like that's not a that's not a euphemism. This is essentially they are taking away the right of union members to assemble, organize, uh, and express themselves in a peaceful manner, as is their constitutional right in this country. They're taking it away because Dougie Boy and Letty Guy are not grown up enough to to be at a board table and and negotiate in good faith. Um, I need to take a break because I need to catch my, my breath. On this. Well, this is the religious war that that was always going to come with
1: the PCs at some point. And when I say religious war, I mean this: the war between the right and the left, the between the between the party of big business and and the labour movement. In the form of, in particular, the public sector unions, and above all, in Ontario, it always comes back to the unions associated with education. Um, the I suspect that um the Premier and Minister Lecce would prefer that it was the uh, the teachers' unions that, that were at the forefront of this from day one. It's actually um because that allows a whole load of other smears to be thrown around that are harder to throw at QP workers. Um I mean unfair smears, but smear but you know, smears that we we're all very familiar with that get uh, thrown at teachers. And just let's put first of all, let's put this in the perspective of the absolute hell on earth that uh, teachers, education workers of all sorts have been going through the last few years. It's been they've they've been frontline workers alongside healthcare workers, alongside people working uh, in factories and uh, places where they could not work from home. Uh, you know, that they, they've uh, often been working in situations where they you know where where we were all meant to have six feet between everything, and, and well actually sorry, your class doesn't uh, allow for six feet, so we're all going to be crammed in and try and keep the kids masks on. Or, it should, it should also be stuff. pointed out
0: during the during the pandemic, Roland, um EAs would go I would have had to go back into the schools when the schools were all closed uh and we were all at home doing the virtual learning. The EAs went back into the school cuz the the students with special needs would still go into school. So while the schools were closed, the EAs were back in were still literally in the trenches during the pandemic. Um Sorry, and, just, yeah, no, a, that's a really
1: good point. And teachers will tell you themselves that that the the EAs and and the the other uh, education workers who who are represented by QP do the toughest, dirtiest, least sort of least glamorous jobs. and literally cleaning up behind children who have whatever problems children have, and children. Our children, right? Uh, um, a- and you know, they ha- they haven't been getting showered in pay rises for 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 a long time. Um, you know, the 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 previous government uh, was constantly kind of saying, "Well, we need to pay off this deficit, so we're going to have the sort of fast mass seat belts, or well, not fast you know, tighten our belts." Uh, and now, when the PCs came in, it was obviously going to be a matter of time before they had their their war with the education unions with with unions in general um and, and now here we are and but i mean i i wonder I mean, and i hope that what they've done is massively overplay their hand in going straight to the notwithstanding clause and going straight for well let's just suspend the, you know let, let's be clear what the notwithstanding clause is it's not notwithstanding the fact we have a constitution the province has the right to totally ignore the constitution so that's what happens when it gets invoked uh it it is a massive flaw in the Canadian Constitution that we're stuck with, for historical reasons. Uh, but at least most people had the decency up until the last few years to to just not damn well use it because it's an affront to democracy. And when we're talking about the labour movement, you know, which is a fundamental human right of of people who work, who give away their labour in return for money to not give away that work and to to try and negotiate uh, better deals. It's it's how we got to have the decent workplace or the semi-decent workplace that we generally have today. Uh, And, you know, there may be, Problems with with the labor movement. There may be problems with certain unions that we may talk about later in this episode. Uh, but by and large, the principle of of, of joining unions uh, and of collective bargaining and uh, and all those things is one of the most important pillars of our democracy. And this moronic, ignorant, childish, anti-education, anti-anti anything of decency government is just going to kick it to pieces. Just because of their, you know, feeling of the God-given right to do whatever the hell they want to when they want to, I, I, uh, and it's, it's. I mean, I think the level of anger that we're seeing. I mean, okay, Twitter, right? You know, we have to take it with a pinch of salt. People are using phrases like "general strike," but it's like, well, if you're not going to have a general strike, you know, when if you're going to have a general strike, what what justifies it? Well, just completely destroying the principle of of, yeah. uh, it, it, of of negotiated uh of of the labor movement basically existing uh, maybe that's the point where we really need to, to, to get well,
0: going here, i i i i i'm kind of formulating my my uh my 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 arguments here and i i got i i i kind of want to get at the end i kind of want to say what are what are our options uh going for because i i i feel very strongly on this that you know this is this isn't a front to our democracy so i'm going to start off with criticizing Doug Ford and Lecce uh, for this. This is clearly, like, I, I think it's blatantly clear at this point, there was no good faith argument here. Um, the, the Both sides were, there was, no, there was no counter offer, no No movement uh, to really seem like, well, we will we'll give you something, but you got to give us in return. I didn't see any of that from either side on this, uh, but I don't even really know what the negotiations were. I don't think the negotiations were that, clearly weren't that productive uh, because I would suspect that this was a, a, a Foregone conclusion. Um, I find it's incredibly hypocritical for Doug Ford at the moment, who is currently in courts fighting a court order to have him come up to Ottawa to explain his decision making during the the emergency uh, act for the, to the emergency act inquiry about the yahoos who try to take over our our country in Ottawa in February. He's afraid of doing that, yet he has no problem using this cudgel of a of a power. To take away the bargaining powers and the 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 right the rights to expression that union members have in this in this province, Um, he's this man is an agent of chaos. He's not a he's not a premier. He's not a leader of of anyone that I can see in this province. It it is it is troubling to me that this isn't and this isn't an isolated incident. This is what conservatives do, and and I mean that small C conservatives, not just uh, the federal and the provincial counterparts, but I mean just conservative movements across the the world we're seeing is they come in and they're bulls in a China shop. Let's just destroy everything because we can remake it in the, in a manner that benefits our few friends. Um, it is it is so maddeningly frustrating uh, because we could have avoided this if part of this, I think goes to the, to the people on the left for just not getting organized and fight, fighting with the, you know, with the gloves off or with the gloves mm-hmm. on, and one hand tied behind your back because uh, you you had to be I don't know, I, I don't know why, but like, Stephen Del Duca was a horrible choice for the liberal leader. Andrew Horvath should have won, but she couldn't put the puck in the net. And now we're stuck with this. Like this, I, 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 I'm, 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 ranting a bit, but I find that they're, a, they're a bit on, on the hook for that. And the- well,
1: and if, yeah, I mean, if, 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 we want an opposition to this government in Ontario at the moment, then we can't look to the, the Ontario Liberals. You have no leader. Leader. We can't look to the NDP, who have no leader. No. Um. We're on our they own. Are, they are. The, yeah, we are on our own. And, and but you know, it comes back to, to the old. Cliches of, of where does power lie? Well, ultimately, power does lie with the people because there's more of us than them, and if we all stay at home, um they'll bloody come round soon enough. Uh, it, it is that simple, and it you know, talk of general I, I, strikes doesn't I, come up very often. Um well, to I, I do, I, I mean, before experience. we get onto that,
0: though, I want to I do want to lay bl- some of this blame also at Leona's doorstep. I'll, I'll talk about Leona like all day and all night because those, I thought, those assholes. I, I find I find that hypocrisy. To now come out with a statement saying, "Oh, we demand that you honor the bargaining rights of," you endorse this clown show because you were spiteful to Stephen Del Duca. That's what this was about. They're spiteful to Stephen Del Duca because he he upset their 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 pride when he was a liberal minister. So we're going to spite him and get Doug Ford. He 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 he. You laid you laid down with the devil himself, and you got fucked. Don't come crying to the no, rest of us and don't then put on this, yeah, I mean, this false piety to the rest of us to say, oh, we're, we're, yeah. we're solved with the labor movement. No, you're just as dirty as Doug on this one. Hold your heads in shame. Yeah.
1: yeah Leuna, Leuna, you know, and the, the communications person of Leuna was who, who's, whose surname happens to be, uh, Mancinelli coincidentally. I don't know, I don't know if she's related to Joe Mansonelli, but it's an awful coincidence, um, uh, was saying, you know, sort of protesting uh, on Twitter about an hour ago. Uh, there was a lot of people saying some very funny things, you know, like just because we support the conservatives doesn't mean we support, you know, attacks on... It's like, no, you cannot support a conservative party in North America or in Europe or anywhere and then claim that you don't know that a large part of the reason they exist is to destroy the union movement they are the parties of business they are the parties of opposing people uh, organizing together for better pay and condition uh, you know, for leona to claim that and then uh, you know sort of clutch their pearls and say well how dare you say that we did something nasty when we backed conservatives give me a break and the two other unions yeah. who who the big big public uh, not, sorry not public private sector unions you know uh, labor labor union unions yep. backed the conservatives they should be ashamed of themselves as well uh, the reason you know Leuna will claim that it's because of things that the liberals did well yeah it's things that the liberals did um but it's also because of a pissing contest between the carpenters and and Leuna. Over who gets to do what, where, and Stephen Del Duca was in the carpenters union. Uh, so it, it's, it's it's gang warfare, to be honest, between those True. guys. And they are a national disgrace. Uh, they are not uh, working in the interests of 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 working people. They are working. And Luna is basically one of Ontario's biggest developers. They big build big buildings yep. they do all the things that developers do in terms of donating to good causes making sure they're getting their pictures taken in the newspaper all wonderful public relations stuff it's fantastic
0: you know, on that note i find this interesting because you know doug ford in this in the legislature today when he said you know he he, he did he did what every conservative does you know I, I stand with the workers not the workers leadership the union leadership needs to change because they're crooked and corrupt they don't actually talk about what the workers need and i realized what you just said it clued into me. Why does he think that way? Because when he went to Leona, when Buddy Buddy, that was the attitude. Oh, we don't care. You know, we we'll, we'll, we just want to screw over our, our our competitors. So we'll give you, a, you know, we'll give you an endorsement. We'll help you get get reelected. Because yeah, you're going to give us some jobs that float some union dues up to us. Great, thanks. That's uh, it, I that's mean, it's I mean, a, it's a greasy mess
1: and. Well, and really we need tested. to be careful of not not accusing people of legal no, I'm, of I'm, behavior I'm, that we don't have evidence for that could be illegal. No, I, I am, don't, I am paraphrasing don't need, and I am editorializing. No, and we, it, I but we say. don't need to because the behavior that is completely out in the open and public but, is bad enough. Uh, they backed the conservatives. Uh, they backed. They basically became part of the anti-labor movement. Movement of uh, yeah. uh, the, the, the party that 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 works to lower wages to treat people badly. That's very first act was to to cancel yeah. increases to the to minimum wage. Um, you know, and, and then to claim, oh no no, we're a good we're good labor guys. Right. No, give me a fucking break. They are a disgrace. And when I say they behave like gangs, I'm not saying they are. I say they behave like it and that they they have wars with other unions and they make lots and lots of money from building things. And then they, they basically got both sides of the pie here, which is a very interesting, convenient of legal arrangement where on one hand, you're controlling the people who are allowed to work on building sites. On the other hand, you're actually building buildings. Um, that's a great arrangement. You can work yeah. that one out. I mean, it's fantastic,
0: but. Um, uh, well, uh, so, okay, so. Are we, are we done ranting now? Can we get, can we get the solutions?
1: <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what the solution I mean, the solution is
0: that-, that but there, but, I think there are two solutions here. There are two solutions. Um, one, both require courage on two different parties, but there are two ways out of here. One is the federal government can allow the- There's talk of, the, of Justin Trudeau and the federal liberal government. Once the law is enacted, the federal government has the power of disallowance annul a provincial law which means they could come in and say i'm going to annul the 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 federal government says i'm going to annul this they don't do it because you know it's clearly a stepping on of crossing provincial federal jurisdiction however this isn't these aren't normal times justin Trudeau has come out and said he does not he he's not in agreement with the use of the notwithstanding clause in this manner he doesn't you know this isn't wrong this right this isn't right this is wrong um However, I also find that Justin Trudeau is a bit of a coward when it comes to doing what is right. He de- he didn't stand up to shoot down uh, the the notwithstanding clause being used in his home province of Quebec uh, when they wanted to take away the the rights for people to wear a religious garb in public space. Will he do the same thing here?
1: Well, I, my, my understanding is the federal government can't do it. I mean, they, they, the 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 provincial governments are far more powerful in terms of what they can do to just overrule other jurisdiction uh, people with other powers the federal government cannot under the under the constitution just just you know cancel a provincial act It can't it can i uh, may be able to do that with the territory it can't do it with the provinces, uh which is which is more the proper way that things are supposed to work in a democracy uh but a, a, and it wouldn't you know two wrongs don't make a right and all that you know for the for, for the federal government to to make a uh an unjust and undemocratic act to undo an unjust and undemocratic act by a provincial government get a throw far. But anyway, I don't think that can actually happen. Well, but,
0: it, it, uh, it's, it, it pretty much can. Section 55 and 56 of the Constitution Act entails the powers of reservation and disallowance. Uh, right. So it, I, the question, it, but these are powers that are not supposed to be used. Like it, it's to, the meant is to ensure con- constitutional compliance is um, a bit of a, a check and balance. Will it use here? I don't know. Who knows? I mean, that might go up to the Supreme Court to say, can this be done this way? Which might be a good thing. I just think that the argument could be made that this was not the intended use of the notwithstanding clause. Clearly, it's not meant to be used as a negotiation tactic. Um, I, mean, will, I mean, the, like, the, 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 the notwithstanding
1: the, clause is there to keep Quebec happy, and it, yeah, it, it was a yeah. it was a compromise made with Quebec, to Quebec in Canada.
0: And, so not in, it's, not, it's not a tactic to be used as a, as a negotiation uh, in your negotiations with unions. This is a huge overreach, and it's a, such a dangerous precedent. I think the I think at the very least the federal government should step in, challenge it, like try try to use it just to push it to the Supreme Court so we can get an actual ruling on this. Uh, you know, can we can we actually use the notwithstanding clause in this manner? You know, this isn't a a this is something we need clarification on. This cannot be used as this kind of willy nilly. Eh, maybe you know, I just don't want to spend extra money. It's, it needs to be cleared up. I would, I, I think if Justin Trudeau did it, I, my hat would go off to him because you know the guy finally shows some courage and some actual leadership uh, in this pro, in this country. That being said, will he? I don't know. Probably not. Um, I, 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 I'm not holding my breath on that one. The other option is what's now trending on on Twitter, hashtag general strike, um, which would be a daring move by the other unions in this province if they do indeed say, we're going on a strike, um, a general strike, because I think it's in their best interest too. The, like, clearly, the, the, any any bargaining that a union does going forward underneath this government does going forward is now at jeopardy, even if it's a private sector. Even if it's with the private sector, the government can commit, can step in and use the notwithstanding clause to uh, to basically force a uh, force a union back to work or to accept a deal that is not in their best interests. And which I firmly believe that this government, Doug Ford, and, whoever, and uh, whoever is in charge of the ministry at the time, but Doug Ford would entirely do that. He is entirely on the side of the, the big business, uh, the billionaires in this province. He would totally do it. So it is entirely in the in a union's best interest to. Go on a general strike, in my opinion, right now, because there. If if Doug Ford gets away with this, there is no good faith bargaining ever again in this province. Truly, there isn't.
1: My guess is that it won't happen because there, because there'll be a loss of nerve and and that the the the, mm. the democracy will take a major step back as a result. Because I mean, I do I do think you're you're right. This is this is. The, this is the Ontario PCs' uh, attack on the unions that that was inevitably going to happen after they won in two thousand eighteen. Uh, it, it's it's what they do. It's why they exist. Um, and you know, much as we think, as people will argue that the unions are strong, they're actually very loath to kind of take the nuclear a- action and to and to outright defy the law. Now, Cupia said they're going to defy the law, and that's like I'm I'm frankly surprised but also pleased that they're going to do that because ultimately unions didn't come into existence legally. They came into existence because people organized and made it happen and demanded that they be <laughs> demanded that they exist to the point that employers had to accept their existence. Um, it is a, a reminder to us all of, of why the labor movement actually exists or how important it is and where we were before it existed. Um, and, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I yeah I hope they do have the stomach to really talk about uh, making strikes that work in defense of not just to keep you workers, but in defense of the right to strike, which is mm-hmm. ultimately what's at stake here. Um, and I I, mean, I think we sh- I should also shout out the liberals in the previous government and their, their use, increasing use of uh, back to work legislation. That also is an affront to democracy. Uh, I didn't agree with it at the time. I didn't like it um this is the next step on top of that it's like well people go on strike we'll just we'll just pass an act and make them go back to work and i think again it's a fundamental human right to, to to withhold your labor and to and to negotiate collectively those are human rights not not just rights that uh we've established in canada but rights that everybody around the world should have uh so that that was part of a slippery slope um the you know and anybody who thinks that that the the education unions or the teachers have had it all their own way for long enough. You realize that it's a long time since it has got a big pay rise. In fact, education workers have, have seen their salaries eroded significantly over over recent decades. Successive governments. So
0: I used uh, I used to be on the on the side of uh, uh, of those who who criticize, like teachers' pay. You know, the, the teacher to pay too much. The problem, and I've, I've I have come around in my my old age. <laughs> You no, know, I was to say, no, uh, the question isn't why are teachers paid what they're paid? The question is, why aren't you being paid what you're worth? The, the question that you should be asking isn't, it, it, it's, if you're at your job right now and you're like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm barely making ends meet. I'm, I'm not making, you know, I, I have to work twice as hard to make half as much as a teacher. Ask yourself, why is that? Why? Why, why is it that your, your boss, if you, think, if you think you are, you'd work twice as hard as a teacher, you're earning half as much. Ask your boss why is that? And that, that's that to me, that's that's the what it comes down to is we we were taught, we were encouraged, oh, don't ask that question. You you should just be thankful for what you got and go home. And you know what? There's something we learned from this pandemic is that we have a worth there are people who are quitting um who, who are quitting jobs because they realize well I'm I'm getting treated like garbage where I work. My boss doesn't care about me and he's not gonna pay he or she's not gonna pay me a, a good wage. I got to find my own worth somewhere else. That's where we had, you know, remember the great resignation, the great quitting, you know, the quiet quitting and all that stuff. That's what this is about is people saying, no, I am not going to take, you know, I'm done with the Oliver treatment of going up to you, holding up my cup, say, hey, please, here, can I have some more, you know, what you're worth, they're going up for it. And quite frankly, if you're pissed off at that, then ask yourself, why, why is it your boss treating you? If you hate your job so much, then you hate coming into work. You hate punching in your time card. You hate. Getting your job assignment from your boss because your boss treats you like garbage, your boss doesn't pay you enough, or, or whatever have you. Then ask yourself, why isn't your boss paying you that much? And you're, I'm yeah, I mean, you're, it's you're,
1: just for people who have, I mean, uh, for people, have, anybody listening who has a problem with with what the unions do, and I have problems with individual unions. You just spent 10 minutes bitching about the um, and you know, like. That's a big problem yeah um however you know the the, the principle is because I'm exactly the same as we all have you know lawyers are another sort of industry that get a lot of stick, but you know when stuff goes wrong, we all turn to our lawyer because we need someone who's going to argue our case. unions do that on a collective basis they argue the case of 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 their members it's yeah it is absolutely that point now it's like you know people say, well, teachers get paid too much or whatever it's like well if if they've negotiated certain certain rights and certain um, certain salaries and certain whatever, and, a go- and the government comes along and says we want to give you less now, what person on earth says okay? So I'm doing the same work today, and you want to give me less to do that? I mean, which is basically what's been happening over 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 the last decade. And, and sure, I mean the the liberals put things in much nicer, more friendly terms in terms of basically being pro education and even pro teacher but you know they they certainly spelled the end of McGuinty's career and and uh uh you know but, uh, uh, but yeah we we have to remind ourselves like just because uh, someone has an effective union and they've negotiated some better situations which by the way are still being eroded we should never hold that against them because they've done a better job than we have negotiating decent conditions for Mm -hmm. ourselves it's like we should all be pulling ourselves up to that level not trying to pull other people down to our level um and yeah this is the you you said before we came on i'm now going to steal the the phrase that you used which i I think came from twitter anyway but it's like now we've got all these Morons talking about freedom in twi- in Ottawa. Who, meanwhile, we've actually got a real issue of real freedom, of a real fundamental right, of a real fundamental freedom that we have uh, as as citizens uh, to to provide or withhold labor um, uh, and the you know the sweat of our brows and all the rest of it. Um, and uh, we do need to defend it because it's in all our interest to, to do that. And I think. Ford and Lecce have... I think they're, they're so... And this happens to every government after they've won two elections, particularly when they won a second election very easily. And you think, well, hey, look, we're popular. We just got back in. We hardly had any opposition. Um, now's the time to take on these bloody unions. And uh, we've got the support of the people, the people supporters, You know, everybody's sympathetic. Everybody wants their kids back in school. And I think you know, there certainly is a, a large contingency of people who will roll their eyes whenever talk about teacher strikes or education worker strikes comes up. But I don't think they've got this right at all. And I think, again, by going nuclear right from the get-go, rather than you know trying to go through a, a, an extended process of of, mm-hmm. of negotiation, um, I think they've maybe thrown out whatever sympathy they had. Let's put it this way. Anything that has Leuna, uh, the PCs, and bloody Warren are all on the same side will have me on the other one.
0: <laughs> I would say this. Uh, they think they have the public on their side because they won the most seats in the in the legislature. However, if you did the math, uh, only 17% of all eligible voters Oh, yeah. elected elect these clowns, clowns to, to- It's a huge legis-
1: mistake that governments a, make after they get elected. They don't, they, do,
0: they don't have a mandate from the people to do this. Uh, like, at, at least to, to use the notwithstanding clause. Like, I... I I'm all I'm all in favor of finding that middle ground between two and eleven percent. There's a huge swath of middle ground that you could reach a compromise on, that both sides might walk away upset, but at least you have an agreement and everybody goes back to back to work uh, peacefully the next day. This is a this this isn't this is an unacceptable line. This is a line that you cannot. That this is what gets my 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 gears going is the the fact that this is a this is an egregious overstep of a fundamental right that we should all cherish and take seriously. This is this is it, people. This is the actual you know impeachment of of our rights. This is what those clowns in Ottawa I thought they were fighting for. This is it. This is this is the actual re- erosion of our rights. And you know what? Those cl- convoy knuckleheads are. You know they're nowhere to be seen on this one. You know where 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 are they to come down and march with uh, with a uh, uh, QP on Friday and and to protest this? Where, where are they to to make those announcements? They're they're nowhere because they are cowards, they're selfish sons of bitches, and you know like, that's where is, is this where we are in this province? Is that we we, we take these those concerns more seriously? Yet when this government plots, and I do say it's a plot. To erode the, the constitutional rights of unions, to collectivize, collectivize, to mobilize, to effectively argue for a a, li- a, a decent wage. It's not, it's not even like they're asking for, you know, I need to fund a, a vacation home in Muskoka. It's for 40k year is the top pay pay grade. And they're wanting to, you know, they don't want to have to worry about putting food on the table and a roof over their kids' heads. Is that really where we're at? Like we can't. Looked them in the eye for that, and I don't care about oh the what's coming down, you know the next union that's negotiate. I don't care. This is the fact that this group of people are holding on to a thread, and we can't find anyone, especially after this government posted a surplus. That's the other thing two two billion dollars surplus this year. Uh, they they fixed the 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 deficit problem apparently. Yet, oh, we can't figure out how to to pay our employees a decent wage. This is unconscionable. This is a disgrace, and if you're, if you're listening to this and you're rolling your eyes at, at us, um, cancel, it, can't, like unsubscribe because this is like we're not going. This is there's nothing you can say is going to change your mind. This is a government uh, that is uh, yeah. Cruel. I mean, I'm it's sick. to its people.
1: I'm sick week in week out. Talking about rights being eroded and taken away. It's significant rights, not not little stuff. But, you know, the conservatives always talk about freedom and, and that, you know, we should have less legislation, not more. And then when something doesn't go their way, they legislate the opposition out of existence. Um, and I, I'm sick of it. And I'm sick of it happening all across the world, not just in Ontario, in Canada. And I'm, I'm sick and tired of of the kind of world that my, my parents fought for, actually. I mean, kind of. <laughs> my dad was technically in the Second World War. Uh, but. You know the world that they created in the post-war kind of reconstruction in in places in Canada and in Britain and in North America and around the world, being eroded by these right-wing jackasses motivated by just naked greed uh, in the pocket of the development industry and in Ontario in the pocket of, of big business interests, uh, absolutely divorced from kind of proper democratic oversight with a bunch of robots on their backbenches, uh, and then at the same time, the opposition parties having basically given up the ghost and gone home because, well, let's, you know, we want to run for mayor this week. Um, uh, you yeah, know, so, so we're abandoned by the liberals. We're abandoned by the ND. The greens have one guy, uh, uh, and who the hell else is gonna? Who the else? Who the hell else is gonna do things other than we the people? You know, and it reminds me actually just because we, we you know we we think now that we the people have no power, and I keep on thinking as you know as we come out the situation we are with COVID now is an interesting one. I mean, and and it's kind of a I know that people listen to this podcast who feel very strongly that we should all still be masking. I know there are. Other people who've just like oh I, who've just feel like they've given up, and I respect both those points of view. But what I really think is the most important and interesting thing out of this whole thing is like when we closed down that first time when whatever it was, Friday the thirteenth, twenty twenty, March thirteenth, twenty twenty, or whatever it was. It's pretty much the day that everybody said, "Okay, we're staying home." No government did that. It wasn't the federal government the provincial government. It was we, the people, who said we don't. We're going to stay home. The government followed us in then declaring a lockdown and all the rest of it. But we did that, and it's kind of we, the people, who one way or the other have created the situation we're in now because we certainly didn't get the leadership from from any government um, uh, in a really persuasive way um, uh, during COVID. Uh, so it, it it showed us who actually matters uh, when when everybody decides or enough people decide that something really matters we will move mountains overnight and we did on march the 13th 2020 um and that, you know i think that's something we need to be reminded of because we're so used to feeling powerless and hopeless in the face of uh, well, the forces that act on us you
0: know what like if it, we're on our own I, I i truly believe for the next little while um we're it we gotta take actions, uh, take actions and, and stand up and just say enough is enough. I don't know if we'll do it. I don't know if the unions will have the the nerve to do a general strike to to follow through with that. I I just don't. Um, you know, this might this might be it. That we might just have this continuous slow erosion of freedoms and rights and, and 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 whatnot by conservative governments uh for the foreseeable future because we are either complacent or afraid or or both. I want to think that we have some courage. I want to think that we are we are stand up with those who are being crapped on by this government and by by previous government. Um, I've said I, I said it before. Conservatism is a cancer on this country. It is. I, I've I, there's not a con- a province in this in this country that is ruled by a conservative. That, as far as I can think, maybe out, out east in the Atlantic provinces is is the one lone hope. But the rest of us are all getting screwed over. Um. At some point something's gonna break I don't know what um but we'll wait and see um i say we're coming up on our time for this episode so I'm gonna leave it at that if if we're if we, if you like what we say let us know if you if we're wrong let us know um but I'm betting that there's more people who, who are thinking like us out there so I'm, I'm hoping that's the case thanks very much everyone uh talk to you later bye bye all right <laughs>